Welcome back to the worst podcast on the planet, uh, where we talk about shit decks, uh, shit people, and shit locals. And at my shit locals, I have a great friend, and his name is Jake, and he is joining us today on the podcast. Jake, how do you feel being the shit fest? I'm terrible. Awful, honestly. Uh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. You know, I try to make my podcast as shitty as possible, um, as you can tell with the audio quality and my uh, quality here. So, um... I got so I, I got you guys uh, like a co-host for today because I know you guys have been begging like oh I don't want to hear this like nonsense guy talk to himself for thirty minutes. Bird so player. I got you someone yeah I, yeah we got we got a good player on the podcast <laughs> someone who who doesn't go four four at locals <laughs> we got a real one here okay so uh, kind of introduce yourself Jake. Uh, I am Jake. I <laughs> obviously I was the one person mentioned on this podcast that has been bricked because of dragon link love that deck oh yeah and i've played Yu-Gi-Oh for like far too long why am i playing it is the real question i think that's everybody's question especially this <laughs> format it's just like terrible um yeah. so everything everything starts off in this podcast with one thing and that is our locals report so uh i kind of go a little first um so for me this week i've been playing labyrinth because i'm all tiered out for the moment after uh regionals i just cannot look at another tier card um or i might blow my brains out so i've been playing labyrinth because you know purple cards cool and all um so round one i played you how how did that go you talking about thursday yeah uh saturday you play me saturday yeah i did oh yeah you did oh Uh my god (laughs) Yeah, that didn't last long at all. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yo, yeah. yeah, that was awful for you. <laughs> yeah, do you remember me drawing none of my purple cards? And you all drew no my... purple cards, and I was playing Sword Soul. <laughs> <laughs> Brought yeah. back my old, my old friend, Sword Soul. Yeah, I think uh, Jake got tired of Tier 2 because, you know, he, he that was the one deck that he was so hype on, and then he realized, like, damn, I'm just going to go play One Piece. This game sucks. <laughs> Honestly, I I took a break from Yu-Gi-Oh to play One Piece like solely, and then I came back played Tier once. I was like, I cannot do this game right now. <laughs> tier is so complicated. The first time I played it again, I had to go in a mirror match. It was awful. Wait, oh yeah, that's right. Your mirror. Oh, I'm so sorry. <sighs> tier How mirrors. you hold up, buddy? <laughs> tier mirrors. I... Luckily, I don't know if I've ever dropped a tier mirror, so we're lucky there. Oh, I'm man. so good. All right, all right, calm down over here. All right. So, uh, game round two. I forget what I even played, but I'm I'm pretty sure I played like some weird. I, I don't even know. Our locals is like half like super competitive players and half like Starry Night players. So <laughs> I forget what I even played, but I'm pretty sure I just like. Yeah, I'd swept, I'm pretty sure. Um, the next game, I played um, another match where I did not draw any purple cards. And if you're playing a trap deck and you don't draw any purple cards, um, you just kind of lose. And especially Labyrinth, without Big Welcome Labyrinth, it just feels like you either just draw good purple cards or you lose. And then round four, I played, I played the Liberals. And I DD dynamited for game. 
Oh, I had something to say about that. You didn't even DD Dynamite for game. <laughs> I could have had game, but I decided that the DD Dynamite was funnier. How much damage does Dynamite do? It's like 300 for every banished card your opponent has. Yeah, he gains the 1,000 life points right away, by the way. No, it's on in phase. No, he gains it right away. <laughs> All right, well, I just cheated, guys. You didn't hear I mean, it you still me. had battle phase, so you're fine. <laughs> I mean, I still would have won, but, like, I cheated, guys. Don't cheat like me. So what cheat. about you? How, how, how did you enjoy Sword Soul? How did you enjoy it? It was fun playing it again. Master Duel got me a little hyped for it. I built it, built it again. Ma it's so much... It, oddly, better in Master Duel, but that's because tier is a thing. Um, yeah. I went 2-2. Two, two. Ooh. What'd you lose to? I lost. <laughs> First round I played against you. You drew nothing. I won. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Second round I played against Danger Dark World, and I won because Magnema hitting Grappa was funny. <laughs> Round three, I won against a Shizu tier, and this deals hurt my deck way more than I thought. Tennies are good cards. Yeah, yeah. I wh when I hit the Fashudo with the Bisio, I feel like I'm on a next level. Cause yeah, I, it happened to me every time I tried to shoot. Dude, I, yeah, because I know when that card's in the graveyard, I'm not letting you resolve that card. <laughs> like when it hits the graveyard, you are not resolving that card. I thought no I had way. like my deck main deck's made for a tier. It's not made, and my side deck was just thrown together because I didn't have time. I was sleeving my deck while playing. <laughs> they literally got to like our first round, and I'm like sitting down because I thought I got the buy. And then um, our our judge guy's like, "Oh yeah, you got a match." And like Jake just shows up with like half his extra deck on sleeve, and he's like, yep. "Hold up, I gotta sleeve my deck really quick." Yep. But it's and, okay. And then our round took ten minutes. Exactly. He had the rest of the thirty minutes, you know, sleeve his deck. Yep, I got everything figured out. Uh, so I lost against Shizu tier in three, and then round four I won against Sprite. Game one, I just he opened too much stuff. <laughs> in game two, uh, I set up the board. It was the nuts board, and then he was like, Dark Ruler battle phase evenly, and I conceded. Oh, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Dude, when I used to when I played Flunder for a while, that always felt like crazy, like the Dark Ruler evenly matched combo and a Rabina map. Like, <sighs> I just felt like the best player of all time. Like I was never gonna <laughs> lose. He did all that, and then he was just like, "All right, normal summon jet." <laughs> Yo, stop. He, bro, uh, did you you played Zach right? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh. Okay, cause I played I, uh like a newer guy there. I don't know oh, his name. Gotcha. Because I played Zach, uh, with Sprite, and he searched Gammaverse twice, and I'm like, "Why the fuck are you playing this card?" And he's like, "I don't know." And I'm like, "Bro, nobody plays the Gammaverse. Why no are you playing it?" <laughs> I lost the Gammaverse twice. I guess specifically the build I was playing against was Adam Masipator, Sprite. Oh yeah, it's that guy. That guy's so cool. He, yep. he brings like the most base decks of all time <laughs> like he's like what like two random archetypes can i mix together and he'll just throw them together in like a pile and just play it it I worked wanna, yeah, dude i want to be more like that guy honestly um you made me want to put together adam Pierce, and then i realized they suck unless they're combined with something bro they just bring this bring gotta bring block dragon to one and then we're just fine probably would be fine at one 
Yeah, I I think at one it would be okay. Hauk's gone, so the deck's not insane. That's true. Hauk is gone. God never rest that card. May it go to hell and burn ten times. <laughs> every deck wanted to play a Hauk line when Aurora Dawn was out. Yo, and I every remember... deck still wanted to play Hauk lines. <laughs> I remember the Sword Soul Hauk line, Aurora Dawn line, because they banned Protoss and were like, oh, the deck's not good by itself. We have to add, like desk bot zero zero one and like make hey. it even more dog shit <laughs> that deck was fun at the ycs that was the only ycs i went to and that was the deck i played and i i was i was doing good with it uh, i lost my three rounds and dropped but you know that's it's how okay it goes. me too i, I it was it, it was when adventure was the best deck and yeah. sword soul has a terrible matchup into that bro that was i played flunder and um that was before advent i'm pretty sure uh it might have been yeah uh, it, was, it was probably around the same time it came out but you were also like super like Free not I don't, I don't even know if he had prosperities at that point yeah i had prosperities because i used okay. i used my taxes to buy them i was yeah. like this is a, this tax money is gonna go to something important prosperities <laughs> i don't know like i think everyone did bad at the re- uh, the ycs except for one person oh well, yeah well we don't consider him a person He's more of an animal. He's True. like a, a, he's like uh, Dexter's laboratory, but on crack. And I can't believe who we lost to to fall out of the tournament. It was <laughs> yeah. so sad. How do you lose to Nim Nim, bro? <laughs> like how? We lost to Nim Nim. I'm so sad. Nim Nim was probably playing chaos. Like <sighs> he probably is like you. Know, I know. Okay, guys, listen. Yeah. I get it. Prank Kid Adventure is the best deck. However chaos yep real yeah and he still lost to it honestly just (laughs) unfortunate so um this is kind of like a new thing i'm gonna be doing i'm gonna be getting like a lot of the people at my locals like on the podcast just to kind of discuss some things and then also i wanted to kind of uh get like a small interview in so you guys can learn a little bit more about you know my locals you know the people on here so that way like when i bring them on again you know it's not like a crazy new format or like a crazy new like oh i know this guy so jake the first question what got Ooh. you into this terrible card game that we call Yu Gi Oh? <laughs> um god when i was in middle school like sixth grade i had some friends that were got, getting into it like by getting into it i was i didn't mean like going to locals and whatnot we were just playing like kitchen table Yu Gi Oh, so it was Ooh, awful best. and uh they got me into it and from there, I just looked up my nearest local. At the time, it was not where we go now, the yeah. Star City. Eesh. And it was, I just, I don't know, sort of just went out of control from there. I've let, I've quit the game so many times. Yeah. <laughs> I've come I, back yeah. to the game even more. Yeah, I can tell. You're like one of those guys who like plays for one format. It's like, damn, this sucks. And then you'll leave, and then you'll come back because, like, a new Dragon Link card combo came out, and you're like, oh my god, I need to play this. <laughs> I, like, when I first came in, I I mean, I just playing structured decks with, like, some cool cards I've, I've seen. I pulled a Ghost Rare Divine Dragonite Felgrand from Walmart once, and I traded it to one of the friends that played for a fucking Utopia. <laughs> no! <laughs> I didn't know TCG player existed because honestly, I don't know if it existed at the time. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that reminds me of something that happened to me 
So when I was a kid, for my birthday, we would go to locals because that's what I wanted to do. And um, I was playing Six Samurai at the time. <laughs> and um, it was three structure decks put together. I won one match, okay? I felt like a god. Not because I misread the cards or anything. Um, but so I had the Black Ship of Corn when it was good. And I had it like from the uh, – it was like a promo or something. And I had it. And I traded it for the Wicked Avatar. Woof. Yes. Yes. Now, and if it makes you feel any better, I pulled an Ultimate Rare Maxi and traded it for an Ultimate Rare Star Eater. At the time, they were close in value. Right now, that Maxi, good lord. Oh my god. It's okay. I uh, I, I kind of did the same thing. I pulled a Ghost Rare uh, Black Luster Soldier, the Link Monster. When I first was getting back into the game, like a year or two ago, nice. and I sold it for like a hundred and fifty bucks, and I could have sold it for three hundred, but I had no Jeez. idea. So, Yikes. I think this is going to be the easiest question on this list. What is your favorite deck of all time? Lysworn. I love Lysworn. That that's like the deck that really hooked me into the game. See, this is why we know he likes tier because he he's probably like goes home like knocks out on his bed and he just is in the middle like at the middle of the night he's just dreaming about like milling three cards off of like yes uh, Ryko or something lumina effect discard summon raiden raiden mill two <laughs> hit wolf wolf summon overlay bro this man thing. this man built like a 60 card tier lights worn like i don't even know it's just a right before snow got banned and i wanted to play it and then the week it was i was gonna play it it got banned i was so sad <laughs> perfect yeah god i hope that card never comes back that it card shouldn't. deserved to be banned i'm glad that you didn't get to play your actually i'm not glad that you didn't get to play your 60 card i could have wanna i kind of wanted to see that card that deck i might put one together again I, it's just gonna be so difficult snow is a really good card it really is i, I you know i remember and chaos ruler bro i remember when um one of our friends, Jesse, or uh, he has his own podcast, uh, his uh, Black As Night, not Black As Night, don't do what I did. Um, and he, he he was like, oh no, snow's fair, snow's fair, guys. And I'm like, stop, it's not fair. <laughs> when you when you get to mill like 15 cards with, with uh, Kelbeck and Aguido, you can't tell me it's fair, because <laughs> I know what you're about to do. Oh, honestly, I didn't think about that. Shizu yeah. cards probably facilitates the light sworn tier strategy way better. Yes, it does. I'll go to. I'll. I'll think about it. <laughs> think about it. So I think. Um, I don't know. The week God. that that snow got banned, I decided to play like adventure, danger, Shizu or not Shizu, tier, sixty cards. It was fun. Dude, uh, that's kind of. Uh, I built. Uh, do you remember when I played the sixty card Sun Avalon list? Did you play that? I didn't I know did. that. I went to I a regional know. and almost top with it. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've heard about that. I don't and know if I was there. I put the unexpected die in the imperm column. Oh, you're talking about Richmond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yep. You remember, I played Lance and I just, like, murdered him because I get just kept going. <laughs> he was playing yeah. Despia and I just kept going. And he's like, dude, when does this combo stop? I'm like, give me another 10 minutes and I'll be done. <laughs> I think I played Sword Soul then, too. Oh yeah, that that was when the punk adventure deck started getting good because I remember that's what I played round one and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like I'd never seen anything like it, and this guy is like 
doing a bunch of weird synchro combos, and I draw and lockbirded him, and he still played through it. Yeah, yeah, I think that was like the first regional we went to that had the branded stuff out. Yeah, and then also Punk was starting to gain traction because Adventure was good. God, I miss those days. Well, actually, I don't miss the Scythe Lock, but I miss those days. Those <laughs> you know what I don't miss? Prank Hit Adventure. God, <laughs> I, you know, I I will say this again to every viewer out there. If I ever see someone say, Prank Kids was fair, it was so much fun to play, like, you don't deserve rights, honestly. We should strip them away from you. <laughs> like, you don't deserve to be able to vote. Um, that deck was so cancer, and I hope no one ever in the history of Yu-Gi-Oh! gets to play that deck ever again one card combo dot deck that's fine yeah dude i oh my god and then people are like oh yeah bring meow meow move back to one like it wouldn't be that big of a deal i'm like dude if they brought that card back to one we'd probably be seeing that deck be played oh Honestly. yeah for sure <laughs> like it would probably be like a tier one tier two deck all you need to actually play the game is one prank kid and it lets you play because it summons another or that summons another Dude, and then I remember when they were playing the DPE engine in it too with Predaplant, yeah. Perte. Oh my god. But um, I think the biggest thing here at the Medikillers podcast is we're Medikillers, so we play Rogue Contenders. So what's your favorite Rogue Contender this format? Well, I think <laughs> it'll probably be a contender until we get the lore to die. But Branded Despia will probably just be there always. <laughs> I have, yeah, I mean, that's my thing. I have never seen, like, Konami print out so many, like, good cards for one archetype. But then just screw all the for, rest for of the For one archetype, archetypes. it's so different. <laughs> for one archetype, it's so weird. Because usually they split them into, like, separate archetypes. Like, we had uh, the Crusadia lore. We had oh, Crusadia, yeah. Orcus, Mech Knight, uh, World Legacy. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Bro, they just they just make all the cards work together. They're like, you know what? What if we gave the deck DD crows that summon themselves and search branded cards, and we just you know we just added on a bunch of other crazy shit yeah. onto the deck. I think until we hit something in the deck, like actually, it'll probably always be alive. See, the crazy thing is, is um like that is one of the decks that I think is like one of the best like rogue decks this format and then i think like like you said in the future i don't think it'll ever go away until they actually hit the cards like the deck is just like resilient to everything yeah it's the bestials made it so much better because it, it let you um abuse the fact that lubellion can trap or send albion to the grave and trigger albion without having to activate mirror jade Dude, that <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> that that is the one deck I I actually don't mind like branded that much, but they have just like they could have printed so many like other archetypes cards. Like, I mean, they gave Flunder Advent, but like they've given Albaz about eighteen waves of support. Like, yeah, I think branded and well, I guess if you will call it like branded Bestial Despia, which is really what the deck is now, uh, it's probably gotten too much support. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I guess in the lore all of the other archetypes are dying so I, fair enough <laughs> i have never seen a deck get like so imagine if they took three like seconds of their time to not look at a like cream over a despia card and like was like hey 
Maybe we should give B troopers a win condition. <laughs> like that would be crazy, guys. Hold up. No, we can't do that. <laughs> like we should we should maybe give him another extender. I feel like that would make sense. Let's let's give him let's get him let's give him an instant fusion target. Yeah. Yeah. That'll fix the deck, guys. Yes, for real. Uh, but I don't know. I think that deck also we... just generically gets good. Yeah, yeah, dude. And <laughs> like any generic fusion card, like Albalentis can search and like yeah. I, I just don't know when they're just gonna like stop printing cards. Like at, at what point do we say like, okay, Konami, you've printed enough like random cards. Can can we just like slow down for a second? Can we just think about what we're doing? I think we're actually hitting the end of the lore within not Hypernova or Cyberstorm Access. The next set after that's probably gonna be the end. Yeah, because I heard isn't it like Duelist Nexus? Uh, I, I have no Duelist. idea. I'm pretty sure it's called Duelist Nexus, and it's like a. Uh, apparently, we're supposed to be seeing like a bunch of like a new Yu-Gi-Oh. I guess is what they are calling it. Who in knows? That. Um, because I heard they might uh make like a new summoning mechanic or something, but I God, I hope not. Please God, no. We don't, <laughs> don't need any more. <laughs> I don't need another one to remember. I don't need another one to misplay with. I guess. So I... <laughs> Fuck, keep interrupting. This... <laughs> <laughs> we keep fucking talking at the same time. <laughs> Going back to the question. Yes. That's probably the best rogue pick, but uh, is it my favorite? I don't know. I think there's um there's like a list from when Ashizu was first like being released. It's like a sixty card Ashizu tier branded not branded bestial thunder dragon i like that a lot but it, it just seems like a really bad tier so yeah yeah i i, I think that's just every deck this format it just seems like a bad True. tier uh like right now my favorite deck I, one that i'm actually taking to the regional is i'm taking um vernacil fashizu naturia ah, because okay. uh my like idea is like they can't bestial me so like you just have nine dead yeah. cards. But it, it just feels, again, like a more dog shit, like, tier. Because you want to mill. It's just hard. Tier's like, okay, you lose the graveyard interaction, but getting, like, being able to play through the fact that they have a turn zero hand trap, and with Hypernova, we'll have two turn zero hand traps. It's awful. Yeah. That just sounds like, that's another deck that I don't understand why they gave it so much support. Like, at what point do we say, hey, guys, I think we've done enough damage. <laughs> let's, let's start cleaning it up a little bit. Uh, it's going to be rough. We'll see. I think the meta is just going to be tier and cash. Cash mm -hmm. is easy, easier to play through, but it's more backbreaking. But tier has so much recovery. It's going to be impossible. I already hate that. That is the one deck I cannot stand, cash tier. Yeah. Oh no! My favorite rogue is Draco Slayers. I love that deck. It is so fun. <laughs> oh my! I God. forgot it existed until it came to my mind. Everybody, everybody forgot it existed. I, I mentioned Cash, and I was like, "Man, Cash could just lock a Pendulum Zone, and they can't play." <laughs> oh, I just thought it, dude. Oh God! I was watching. Yeah, a, definitely Draco Slayer. It's so I was, fun. I was watching Kendall do like Cash Tira combos the other day. Kendall's another one of the guys I go to locals with, and I was like, "Oh my god, I already hate this deck," and it's been like five minutes. Yep, it gets insane, and it's gonna be so fun. But that leads into my next question: What's your current thoughts on the current format? 
competitively is probably a really good format <laughs> because competitive players love having those actual skills skill ceiling like matches issues here is the most thought people have put into the game in so long i swear yeah see, uh, i casual side it's awful yeah that's that's what i was about to say it like for most most people so there's like three like categories you fit in either like hyper competitive dominic couch jesse cotton no sweats who yeah all they do is go home and test uh like tier combos or you're you're in the middle of the pack like i would say me and you are probably middle of the pack we're like we do play competitively but at the same time we're not like you know always always going somewhere or yeah, we're, we're not going to tournaments every week trying to win. Correct. Or you're like the most casual, like dark magician, red eyes player. And like, I feel like for this format, especially like the only people who are having fun are like those uber the very top end. Yeah. And nobody else is having fun. It also doesn't help that it looks like most of the lists are solved. Dude, that... Because there's like very little different iterations of every issues of tier list it's like it's some decks will have like some like niche like oh no i'm playing seven bestials not nine uh, yeah 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 <laughs> it's it's literally just like you either play bestials or you play cash tier monsters and that's like the iteration basically but oh yeah cash tier is a thing yep even in next format it gets better it yeah, I got clean at the regionals. I got my like clock cleaned by that deck. I, I think a lot of people were saying that cash tier is sort of just slept on. Ashizu tier is like better in the in the, like the long run because their grind is super nice, but cash tier can just steal a game. <laughs> it it stole a game against me. I'll, I'll tell you what, vanish kick Callus face down is pretty good. Yeah. Also. <sighs> when we hit hypernova format you have to play two of every boss monster that you want because if you don't you're gonna get diabolosis and it's gonna eat it <laughs> oh god so what is the first deck you ever brought to locals i think everyone has like a first deck they've ever brought first actual deck or first kitchen table deck kitchen table and then okay. you could do also do the first like real deck so I was a kid, so obviously it was Blue Eyes Dragon deck. <laughs> this is, when I went to Locals, it was right before Dragon Rollers had come out. So it was not the best deck yet, but leading into Dragon Roller format, that was my first deck. I played, like, I don't know. I went. I didn't go to Locals that often because I had, my par- I had to have my parents sit around because I was like 14. <laughs> oh, gotcha. And uh, my first actual deck that I that I had to start bringing the locals was I picked up um, the Lysworn Structure deck. I put three of those together, and it was really good. That's kind of crazy, putting like three structure decks together and like actually being good. Because like you can you can't do that now. Oh, um, Dark World was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I guess you're right about that one. I will say that. And I guess Crystal it, it, Beast. It takes a lot. Well, no, no. <laughs> they don't have a. They don't have Bridge of Salvation, the trap card. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Dark World has literally every card, <laughs> and it has the hand loop, but it's a little 
harder to do in the Dark World deck. Yeah, that's true. But this leads to... Not, it's it's definitely not like Light Sworn good. Because when Light Swords were good, Negates weren't big. So you could just JD pop field and you'll be happy. Are, are you really happy with that, though? I mean, you do. JD pop field and then you summon two more JDs. You kill them. <laughs> Wait, that's a thing? That was fun. Sorry, yeah. I never played old Yu-Gi-Oh! So, like, I'm, like, learning. Like, I know this is really sad to say, and please don't judge me, but, like, I'm learning all my old Yu-Gi-Oh! from Progression Series. And, like, I mean, that's fair. It's a, good, it's a good way to see it. But, um, back then, it was, like, I played Lightsworns when the structure deck came out. Eventually, I made it into Lightsworn Rulers, which became a, a big deck around the time, like, the same time, because Eclipse Wyvern existed, you mill cards, yada yada. Um, but the only thing you had to worry about throwing JD down was the back row, because that was where all the negates were. <laughs> Ew. That sounds disgusting. That sounds like a, a not a fun time. Yeah, are you surprised that every deck played back row back then? <laughs> yes. Only purple back cards. Row. Only 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 purple decks should play back row. Like, D prison, breakthrough skill, bottomless. Those were all Bro, they were playing breakthrough <laughs> skill? Yeah. Lightsworns especially. Dude, the bad tier uh tech. <laughs> yeah. Lightsworns liked it back then. They would use it. Or if they milled it, they use it on their turn. It was nice. Yeah. So talking about Lightsworn, I just uh, it, it, it kind of reminded me of something. What is the absolute most dog shit deck you've ever played? I know Lightsworn kind of is considered in that, but rude. Um, <laughs> uh, not counting the kitchen table deck. Hmm. I don't know. That's 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 such a loaded question because it could just be decks that I didn't know how to play but played them. Ah, true Draco. I played. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> See. Mech Knight invoked is also not great, but I think true Draco. I did really good with true Draco, but I hated. I, the first regional I've ever went to, I played true Draco, <laughs> and I went X five. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! That sounds like a terrible time. It was awful. I hope I hope that the kids you bullied, like, uh, I hope they like grew up to be like famous people, and they're just like coming to ruin your life. <laughs> I hope I hope it... like that one kid that Jesse Cotton just annihilated. I hope that like one day he just like wakes up and decides to like take violence. <laughs> Jeez, it'll happen. But yeah, that that's gotta be the worst deck. I don't even think it was, like, a bad deck then. It was actually, like, okay. But this was, like, 2019. Orcus were around the corner. Thunder Dragons were already out. Yada, yada. Not a Not a fun deck to play. And it was ass. Mm, I wonder why. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll just tell you the most dog shit deck I've ever played is I played, um... Oh, what is it called? It's um like appliancer FTK. It was like some type of so essentially what you would do is you would uh end on like a nightmare griffin with uh a appliancer like uh laundry dragon and then a bunch of magical cylinder set in the back row. So you would just like hope your opponent would attack you, but then like you realize like, oh wow, like they know you set the magical cylinder, so they're just gonna play around it. 
or they they know you have the nightmare griffin so they're just gonna play around it and that's when i realized Jeez. that i had to get better at Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> so yeah, what's fair. what's your advice to new players because you know uh, a lot of my podcasts like they don't go to locals they kind of just you know chill out chill out in the sun with all their friends in the schoolyard get into trouble never working too hard okay thank you Jaden. <laughs> um i mean don't watch the anime and expect to to actually want to play anything in it you know that's like actually the most fair advice i've ever heard from like like a guest like honestly that's pretty fair <laughs> the anime is all a trap uh dark magicians like sort of okay but it has a price tag for new people you don't want to deal with a price tag uh yeah grabbing through structure decks is probably the best way to learn yeah and that and that's what i always say because i I just like i feel like people just want to bring like for me personally when i first jumped in like i i was thinking like oh i can play this deck like this deck will be good but like in reality i probably should just bought like Okay, well, I take that back. The structure deck at the time was Ice Barrier. So I would not be buying three of those. Um, okay, I'd yeah. be buying three of a good structure deck. Structure deck that had potential to be played in real life. And um, I probably should have done that instead of built Dino Wrestlers and God. If you are in a situation where the structure decks are bad, which does happen, uh, probably look at like newer sets see if you see a card name that has like that repeats like in a new set you see a a tier limit card and you see more than one focus on an archetype they usually work well that's dude this is why we need you this is like the great advice you'd be putting out you'd be spitting those sometimes and don't build more than one deck at the start (laughs) learn one figure out the game Yes. Ben Branch. So, yeah, yep. That that's actually the best advice that I could give anybody too, because like when you first start, you just see all these decks and you're like, oh, they're so cool. And then when you build all of them and realize you can't play them because you're terrible at the game, yeah. Honestly, yeah. It, ironically, you could probably also use Master Duel to learn decks. <laughs> Yo, stop! We don't support that on this podcast. We do not support Master Duel. We ha- you have to. It's like one of the best ways to learn without spending money. Yeah, I guess that is true. It's You learn the intricacy of the game. It's just when you come to the TCG, the card list will be different. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more like craziness and you know, no maxi challenges that you have to take. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. Hopefully ever. And then finally, as you know, Photon Hypernova is coming up very soon. Which I don't know if is a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, I hear I'm you. I'm cash, so yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna ask. What decks are you excited about? Oh yeah, cash. Too. What am I excited about? Yeah. Um, I'm not really excited about cash. I'm building it because I have everything else. I'm not excited about tier. Nothing. I already have it. It's not gonna change too much. Um, I guess we're. I'm. I'm skipping a little ahead or a little. Are coming a little back, rather. Amazing Defenders oh, has this archetype called oh, Mikanko. Oh my god. This is yeah. this is actually another rogue deck that people should probably look out for. Mikanko Libermancer is a house. 
if it can play correctly. <laughs> All you had to say was like Libramancers, and I was I was already snoring over here. The deck is so neat. It, it, is pretty it can do so much. Like Libramancer as a as an engine is super cool. It just doesn't have the house like really good cards to facilitate playing it alone. But if you combine it with stuff, it makes it really good. That is true. I I think uh I've been watching like replays of that deck, and uh, I will say it is pretty scary, honestly. Yeah, the Mikanko Libramancer deck seems really good. Uh, I don't know if it'll stand up in the face of Cash and Tear, but. It is definitely a contender, but if we're actually if I'm focusing on Hypernova, uh, I don't know. I think Branded Despia might have another li- life in it to make it make a comeback to tier one. No way, You're, Branded Despia with their nineteenth wave of support. Yep, they actually get a negate as an infusion. Bro, they get a negate. They get a negate. Is it kind of crazy that like? You know, for the first time ever, like, in Yu-Gi-Oh!, like, I don't feel like a deck just puts up, like, 19 negates. I, I honestly think Despia is just good because, well, Mirror Jade is amazing, but also it has the best recovery a deck could have. Other, like, maybe Tier can beat it because Tier can play one card and go off. It has yeah, but, a really good recovery. But even none. then, like I, I feel like I could hit that deck in so many ways, and it just bounced right back. Like it, I mean, it doesn't set up a crazy board, but it does enough to where like you feel like that the deck is very versatile and it can like deal with any situation. Yeah, I think the only thing it has, if you can get it to, if it goes first and you're able to break their board. The only thing you have to worry about is they probably still have a full hand to kill you. Oh, ew. Okay, yeah, I could see that. And also, I think the only thing it does lose to also is just floodgates, like every other deck. Everything loses the floodgates. It, I love them. It loses to a few different ones <laughs> than tier. So, so what, in a meta where tier rules, maybe the floodgates won't affect it as bad. So what but, I'm hearing is, is I'm playing Eldritch. And I'm gonna I'm gonna play flip rivalry, response chain goes in response change there can only be one, and win the game. I, I mean, if you can do it and you don't just die to one card beats, you'll be fine. But oh, <laughs> Elwood when... doesn't even have recovery anymore. Bro, Ishizu shuffle I... back traps. Bro, that's when I flip my vanity's emptiness. Okay. Oh. Oh, yo, let's go. Yo, I'm just so based. I'm so good at the game. Elgin's yeah. such a bad spot. It's so weird seeing it at like the worst it could ever be has ever been. Dude, it's been so playable for so many formats and then it just like dies. Bestial completely stomps Eldlich and a Shizu card shuffle back traps so they can't get more. Dude, that's crazy. No more old you know, um, I always like to call him Eltlich, the Lord of Floodgates and the Monkey Brains. Now all the Monkey Brain players play Flunder like they should. Yes, correct. You know, and the crazy thing is, like, I love Flunder so much, but it's so crazy seeing, like, how much the deck carries 
dude. So uh, one of our friends, Ryan, he's like kind of brand new to the game. He's been like learning. So I taught him uh, Plunder. Like I helped him out with the deck. I'm like, this is what you're going to play. Like taught this him. is all you got to do. Yeah, bro. I helped him out. We we get we got it. We made him the most based plunder list of all time. He's playing enemy controller. He's playing three evenly in the main. He was like almost like go at just main going second, and um he won like four matches. Like never played in like a, a regional before. Like this is his first like big tournament, and he just won four games, like four matches. I will say Flunder is very good at carrying the pilot, but also. It's pretty beginner friendly. I used to think Elwich was probably the best deck to learn with because you don't have to do much on your opponent's side. You just activate your own cards. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Elwich is but one of those decks that I tried to learn when I first I can't do it. It it's hard. It hurts. Just activating trap card. <laughs> Summon Golden Boy. Summon Golden Lord. <laughs> But flu, also just sort of does the same thing. Yeah, summon Empin, summon Bellio statue, set trap card best. Activate shifter. <laughs> Activate shifter. You don't play now. Ugh. Oh my god, I love that deck so much. <laughs> just seeing all the faces that you get, like when you activate shifter, and then you just like. For I still remember I played uh, Kendall or no Jesse one time, and um. We, he, we, it was like he was playing tier and like game one I just go shifter and he just looks at it he just picks his cards up he's like alright next game next game I'm like alright I probably won't draw shifter again but you know game two shifter he just he just gets up <laughs> he just picked up all his cards <laughs> honestly that's the right reaction shifter is way too much of a problem for just every deck and I was plays. like you wanna play one for fun he said no <laughs> Fair. <laughs> he, just, so he just looked at me. Real. He gave me like a no. Um, but I think that's all kind of for the podcast. But as you know, at the end of the podcast, we have a question, and I'm gonna start doing a question. So our question this week was one of my favorite questions that I'd like to ask is what deck are you playing this format? And uh we'll start with you. What deck are you playing this format? I'm having so much trouble deciding on a deck that is not tier or cash. <laughs> okay, yeah. What what are you playing for the regional? Have you decided yet? I haven't decided. I've I've built so many decks. I'm going to play them every week until I find one that really fits me. Oh god. And if all else fails, I'll go back to a Shizu tier. <laughs> so, um on my Twitter I put out a tweet that says, Haha, bird go normal summon. What's your guys' favorite deck to play right now? Mine is personally Labyrinth. Um so Awoken Psychotos says Bestial Sprite and Danger Dark World. I pretty fair. Yeah. Um, TCG Dave says I'm really enjoying Draco Slayers and I'm in the process of learning Liberal Mancers. All those liberals coming back. Those are two very fun decks to play. <laughs> TCG Dave is always based, except for the only thing I will say is profile picture is of uh, Dynamite the Draco Slayer, so I don't know how much I can agree. Is that Dynamite that. or is that Dinosaur Power? Uh, it's it's the one that they tribute the the floodgates with. Oh damn! Yeah, it's it's true, it's true, Draco. Yeah, not based. Um, Ironic says I've been maining Dot Labyrinth with a Dynamorphia splash that may or may not be cope. It's cope. It's a hundred percent cope. Yeah, it might be cope now. It's okay. Big Dino Man's not great anymore. <laughs> Big Dino Man bad now. 
It's okay. I, I like Dino Morphia. I played it for a while before the Rexstrom came out, and I sold the whole deck. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's Cope. Um, M, M guy. I like this guy. He always like replies to me, so I like him a lot. He says Punk Bestial. That's actually really interesting. Oh, that doesn't sound bad. It's just like Bestial. level ten turbo. What's well, level nine? Oh, level they don't nine. Have sevens. I don't know how to read. Oh God, don't judge me. You're judging. VW me right might now. be a deck. Bestials Yo. do make it kind of easy. VW. Oh my God, it's back. People can play it. I found my core. I put it in my binder. <laughs> Dude, I that's what I was playing inside events in uh, Greenville. I was playing uh, VW. <laughs> um. So Underdog Dueling says currently, Kima Critter and Dark World and Laval. What? It, no. Laval. Come on. Laval. <laughs> Come on, guys. We're better than activate this. rekindling. <laughs> that's not the right deck. Yo. I don't uh, think it is. No, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they can use Rekindling, and there's, like, a bunch of other weird cards, because I know uh, Dark Nash at one point was playing, like, a uh, Lavalval Shizu deck, because you just mill all the Lavalval cards. Activate Rekindling, go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Fuck Ash, a BK, says blue. Thank you, I agree. I don't. But, it gets even better. We have two replies on our Spotify, because, you know, you can reply on Twitter or Spotify, crazy, right? Um, so Gambodius says my favorite deck currently and of all time is Magnet Warriors. These lovable That's little based. guys are just too charming. That is the most based reply I've ever heard. Thank you, Gambodius. You are literally like my favorite viewer now, other than um this next guy. This next guy, Tido Freud says Dino Sprite, brand new deck I'm trying out after only playing Dark Magicians for my first year of play. How does that even Interesting. work? Yeah, that's that. How does that even Babies work? Babies are twos, so I mean. <gasps> oh my god! Yo, that's like, crazy. One of them at least is a two. Wait, hold I'm up. Sure. That's crazy. Hold up. That's actually yeah. crazy. Baby, baby, Sarasaurus is a two. Right, you've and... actually blown my mind. Hold up. I need a, I need a second to process. Yeah, they're they're all twos. The babies. That's okay. kind of neat, dude. That's actually. really cool. Okay, and you, you get win. to play under protection of miscellaneous. <laughs> you win. Honestly, you win. So, uh, my question of the week this week um, is going to be, what are your favorite card arts of all time? So, I'll let you go first. What's your favorite card art of all time? Just off the top of your head. Judgment Dragon. Yeah, yeah. I Judgment think... Dragon is such a pretty artwork. If you look at Secret Rare, oh my god. <laughs> I think my favorite card art has to be probably like um what is the weather the weather forecast i think like the the field spell the new one mm. i i really like the art on that it was really sick and then um there's this card called dark sacrifice i also love the card art on that <laughs> this man's googling it <laughs> yeah oh yeah this does look this does look nice yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's like really cool. It's one of the coolest arts I've I've seen like ever. It looks like some dude that's like taking the light out. So, um thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um so what did you think of your first time on the podcast? Uh is good. I think is good. I hope. <laughs> is good. I can't I wait hope. to hear my uh comments be like, 
Damn. My only uh, closing thoughts is everyone should have Nibiru now. Cash loses to Yes. It. Yes. <laughs> I'm playing Nibiru everywhere now. You know, I'm just going to have a Nibiru strapped to me at all times. If um, you do not lose to Cash specifically <laughs> in main deck, you like you can side Nibiru. But if you lose to Cash, Drake goes later. Uh, you should side or play some sort of way to stop Cash. Uh, Nibiru should probably be sided in every deck. Dude, yes. And if you go against here, you do not sight it in, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I want to play it. What happens? What, are they going to negate it or something? <laughs> Graveyard, me come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. As always, check me out on Twitter, at KillerMetaYGO. Do you have any socials that you'd like to link, Mr. Slothman? No, I'm not famous. <laughs> He's only internet famous, guys, and he's about to go internet famous after this episode. So after he goes internet famous, I'll make sure to put his links in the bio, you know, <laughs> after he decides to start his own podcast. Oh, but yeah. uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and um, sayonara, suckers. <laughs>